Oh, my brothers and sisters, I cannot even tell you how full my heart is. Can't even tell you, begin to describe where I'm at right now, to be honest with you, except one who is blessed by the Lord God Almighty himself and with a heart that is full of gratitude. And first, I just have to thank my good brother, my dear brother, Father Anthony, who, when I told him I would probably be deaconing this mass, the last mass of my diaconate before ordination to priesthood, he invited me to preach. So thank you, Father Anthony. And Father Anthony has been a great support to me in my vocation. And I don't think, quite frankly, that there could have been a better gospel reading or readings for this day to tee up one who is a deacon, who is about to be a priest for a homily and for the life that he is to live and the life to come. Coupled with the readings that we had from yesterday on the feast of St. Lawrence, the martyr who was charred and asked to be turned over to the other side, the one who knew what it was to suffer because he had found the pearl of great price, just like our saint of today, St. Clair. And she gave up everything. She sold everything. She gave it away. She was such a witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ and to Christ himself that her own mother and family gave up their estates and did the same thing she did. And is that not what we are called to? We are called to the same thing. And our flesh and the devil, when we hear this gospel, take up your cross, suffer, be crucified, come after me. The flesh says, no, no, no. I don't want any part of that suffering. It's too much. And you know what? In that case, in that instance, your flesh is right. It's too much. It's too much for you. It's too much for me. It's too much for anybody else. Because in our flesh, we are absolutely incapable of taking up the cross and following after Christ as Christ took up the cross. In the diary of Faustina, St. Faustina, I think it's 447, 400 and something, she talks about, she sees three multitudes of people. The first multitude that she sees are the multitude who are crucified. They take up their cross and they are crucified with Christ. That's the first multitude. Very interestingly, she said the vast majority in that multitude were clergy, which says something about the vocation of priesthood and religious life and what it's meant and supposed to be. It's meant entirely for the man not only to be priest who, want, who is one who is offering his life and sacrifice to God the Father on behalf of others, on behalf of you, to make mediation, but he's also called to be the victim so that when he takes that sacred host in his hands and says, this is my body, which will be given up for you. He's speaking in the person of Christ, of Christ's body, 
in his very own. And we do, when we do not take up the cross, and brothers and sisters, I'm one of those who has not taken up the cross, the cross oftentimes, oh no. So the second class of multitude that St. Faustina sees is those who embrace the cross. They're holding their crosses. They mostly want it. They mostly want to be conformed. So they're on their way, right? There's in a spiritual life, there's the way of purgation and transformation. The purgation transforms us to illumination and we become illuminated and we become purged more until we become transformed in union with our Lord. And we be can become like St. Faustina. I'm going to refer back to her in a passage of what her suffering life looks like in just a sec. But then there's the third cross, the third multitude of people who have their crosses and they just drag it along, reluctantly pulling it. I can't do this. I don't want this. I'm complaining all the time. I have this cross. I'm so tired. I'm so miserable. My job is awful. My life is awful. The complete opposite in a sense of the one who is giving thanksgiving, gratitude, whose hearts are saying, thank you, Lord, for every good thing that you've given me in my life, even for my cross. Yesterday, we heard the reading from the Gospel of John on the Feast of St. Lawrence. And in the Gospel of John, it, John is, I love John. I love the Gospel of John. It's my, I have a Johannine heart. He's, he's, the, he's the one who knows Jesus' heart. He's so in love with Jesus. And he recognizes, unless the grain of wheat fall to the ground and die, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Who wants to be a soul alone, grain of wheat on a stem all by themselves? The cross actually transforms us. And it's the love in the cross and it's the suffering in the cross that is transformative to make our hearts like Christ. And Jesus told St. Faustina, those who are most like me in my suffering will be most like me in my glory, in my glory. And isn't that what we all want? My good brother, Father Tyler, who is here with us today, we were just at the lunch table the other day, and he reminded me, brother, he reminded me many, many mystics have appeared to other mystics and talked about what they wouldn't do to come back to earth to suffer a thousand more years just to have one more degree of glory in the kingdom and a deeper and even more intense, even more, everyone's full in heaven. Everyone's absolutely full. As Mother Teresa would say, every cup is absolutely full. Some have thimbles and some have huge vases. We want to have the vase, right? Who wants a thimble? We, we want the vase until the real suffering comes though, right? <laughs> it's like, oh no, I'll take, I'm good with the thimble. 
I'm good, that's all I need. St. Faustina says, great love, 303. Great love can change small things into great ones. And it is only love which lends value to our actions. And the purer our love becomes, the less there will be within us for the flames of suffering to feed upon. And the suffering will cease to be suffering for us. It will become a delight. By the grace of God, I have received such a disposition of heart that I am never so happy as when I suffer for Jesus, whom I love with every beat of my heart. So it's love that can give us the motivation to say, yes, yes, Lord, I take up my cross after you. Yes, Lord, I embrace the suffering. Because when we truly embrace it out of love, it really does. And I know that most of you have had glimpses of this, right? When you embrace your suffering and you're offering it to the Lord and he's actually giving you consolation in the suffering itself and it actually becomes a delight. Faustina and the saints are in that disposition all the time. And how do, we, how do we receive that? Well, first of all, pure mercy, right? It's purely by being dependent upon our Lord God and knowing that we cannot do it. And then suffering can transform us. And eventually it's the love within us and the love for the Lord God and others that makes it a delight. Tomorrow will be, in a sense, just one day, the first day of fulfillment of a long path and road of suffering for me personally, of having left the Marians and then returning to the Marians nine years afterwards with, from, from a call from Father Chris, who wanted me to come and work with the Marian fathers as a layperson. And I knew that that phone call, the Lord God had already been working in my heart. I knew that that phone call had nothing to do with a job with the Marian, at the Marian Helper Center. I knew it had everything to do with vocation. It had everything to do with what my true identity was because I was living in the world and I had a business and I had a wonderful, beautiful girl and I had all the things that the world had to offer and I was unhappy, I was unfulfilled. I was avoiding my cross. I wasn't taking up my cross of the true vocation and following after Jesus. And my brothers and sisters, you have vocations as well. And most of you have vocation to the married life. So I just wanna read something that our beloved Dr. Scott Hahn had posted just recently on marriage, on what most of you are going to experience in your marriage. And he's talking about a beautiful Croatian tradition. The Croatian people are close to, to and dear to my heart because there's this wonderful place snuggled amongst the Croatian people, a Marian beautiful source and font of grace that I believe is deeply connected with the message of divine mercy called Medjugorje, where Our Lady Queen of Peace is at. Well. The Croatian people have this devotion in their marriage and they have 
this almost a rite. It's a practice in their marriage. And I'm just going to read it to you because I think it's worth for all of us hearing and getting what they do in this act within the wedding ceremony and the wedding rite itself. According to Croatian tradition, when a couple gets married, the priest doesn't tell them that they have found the perfect person. Any married people know that? On the contrary, instead, he says to them, you have found your cross. It is a cross to love, to carry it with you, a cross that is not to throw it away, but to treasure. In Herzegovina, Bosnia, Croatia, the cross represents the greatest love and the crucifix is the treasure of the house. When the bride and groom enter the church on their wedding day, they carry a crucifix with them down the aisle. Isn't that amazing? The priest blesses the crucifix when the time comes to exchange their vows. The bride puts her right hand on the crucifix and the groom puts his hand on hers so that both hands are joined together on the crucifix. The priest covers their hands with his stole as they exchange their vows according to the rite of the church to be, faith, to be faithful to each other in joy and in sorrow, in sickness and in health, till death do them part. Then, instead of kissing each other, the bride and the groom kiss the crucifix. Those who witness the ceremony understand from it that if one of them leaves the other, he or she leaves Christ on the cross alone. After the ceremony, the newlyweds bring the crucifix to their home and put it in a place of honor. It will forever be the point of reference and the place of family prayer in times of difficulty. In times of difficulty, the family do not go to the lawyer or to the psychiatrist but kneel down together before the crucifix in search of help from Jesus Christ. They kneel down and maybe even cry and open their hearts asking the Lord and each other for forgiveness. They go to sleep with peace in their hearts because they have received forgiveness from the only one who has the power to save. Husband and wife will teach their children to kiss the crucifix every day and not to go to sleep like pagans without first giving thanks to Jesus. They know that Jesus is holding them in his arms and there is nothing to fear. And the PS is, in Bosnia, Herzegovina, in, amongst the Croatian people is the lowest divorce rate in all of Europe. Take up your cross and follow after me. And I will give you life. It's Jesus Christ who gives us his own life and the power to live out our vocations, the power to embrace the cross in our suffering and allow it to transform us so that we can become one in union with him. And what he desires for us is to be glorified with him. It's all so that we might have his life abundantly to the full within ourselves, not just for this life, but forever and ever and ever.
Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.